Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, alongside me, Mark Z, President Mark Z Legal Staffing. And also our guest for this segment is Amy Levine, Director of Programs and Volunteers at Lawyers Concerned for Lawyers. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, the invitation and being here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your organization? It's uh, kind of, uh, I, I don't know if it's unique within, but uh, certainly fascinating in terms of what it is that you all do. So why don't you tell our listeners a little about your organization? Absolutely. We do a lot. Um, so first of all, what's important to know, we are a not-for-profit organization that's dedicated to the Massachusetts legal community. So that includes judges, law school students, lawyers, other legal professionals, and so our main goal is to combat stigma for mental health and addiction issues. Um, we also provide uh, services on law office practice management. Um, we do a lot of well-being programming. And so what we do essentially are clinicians meet with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, free and confidential service, and they will help assess and refer um, for needed treatment, um, if that's what they need, or longer-term therapy. Um, and then we also have um, law office practice advisors that will meet with typically solo practitioners or smaller firms to help them figure out um, winding down an office, um, starting up a practice, that type of thing. And then we also do a lot of educational programs. So webinars. And by the way, we have a webinar today. So hopefully people can join us on cognitive decline. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, we also go into law firms and other organizations and do presentations. Um, Well-being, coping with stress, um, just educating people about uh, depression, anxiety. So um, it it. Sounds to me like uh, you offer a range of services and, and specifically the legal community. Do you have any statistics? We we all hear that, you know, with the pandemic and uh, there's been a tremendous rise in, um, uh, I, I don't know if there's a rise or just a, a, a greater awareness of, um, you know, anxiety, stress-related things, mental health in general. Um, you know, you talk about the, the stigma. Are, are you seeing or do you, does your organization have statistics that, uh, indeed that there has been a rise in those instances, or is it just a greater awareness of? So great question. I don't have the specific statistics, but I will say there was a NORC study that just came out um, a year ago, and it does show that lawyers have a higher rate of alcohol misuse, uh, depression, anxiety, burnout, than the general population. And this study actually falls right in line with a number of other studies that have been done. Um, so we do recognize that the law firm or the law or the legal community is struggling. So is it is it a function of the demands of the position? I mean, I know there's a lot of things that probably contribute to it, but, um, you know, I think lawyers are uh, often viewed as stoic and capable of handling anything. Right. That's why you go to a lawyer. And uh, but, you know, many of us that don't practice, don't recognize the uh, amount of stress that comes with, you know, having to be on all the time and having to have the answers and solve people's problems. You, you got it. You hit it right on the head um, that lawyers are viewed as that problem solver. 
And so it is still in their mind, this is what I need to do. I need to solve other people's problems. And so that's a part of it. Um, lawyers do tend to be perfectionists. Um, there's also sometimes um, on top of the stress and, you know, if you're at a law firm and you have high billable hours and things like that, it's, it's a long day. Um, but also lawyers experience vicarious trauma. So depending on what area you, what area of law you are, um, the consequences of maybe losing a case can be very difficult. Um, so for an example, if you're an immigration attorney and you're fighting for asylum for somebody and you don't win, and that person has to go back to uh, their country where you know there's going to be great harm. So there's there's so much more to the stress of being a lawyer. And again, long hours, being a problem solver and perfectionist. It, and it can be a hard culture, right? It's, yeah, Mark, I know you're going to say something. But what I was going to say is, and just to um, piggyback of what John said, is that we're seeing a trend in our business, and, and you knew from your background, um, that more and more lawyers are looking as um, in-house is the holy grail or something even more so that. And what's interesting is a lot of people don't realize that in-house may not be the holy grail. Number one, a lot of startups um, have issues. Number two, the responsibility put on the person. It's, it may not be the billable hours, but maybe just deliverables. Or number three, just in terms of being able to um, work well with a team and decisions are made very quickly. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very, it's very interesting because that not, is not necessarily the solution. I think that what you're doing is with your program, um, because for example, having been at one of your events, seeing how not only the people telling their stories, but being around people and people saying, oh yes, I use you know, lawyers, concern for lawyers, um, this program, or they came back and helped me through this. There's a lot of people that are silently getting um, the help that they need, which is amazing because as you said, a lot of lawyers seem to the outside to have it all figured out. Yeah, no, and Mark, I think you, you also hit the nail on the head is that um, in-house lawyers have a high rate of burnout. They are dealing with fewer resources. Maybe they're the only attorney. Um, there are areas that of law that maybe they don't have as much experience in, and they're expected to know the answer right off the top of their head. So, um, yeah, there is definitely a high rate of burnout. There was study, one study, I don't remember the exact numbers, of people wanting to leave the law entirely. I mean, this applies to other, other organizations, law firms, things like that. But in-house where, when I was a legal recruiter, as Mark said, it was the Holy Grail. And um, it's not, you know, there, I think with any job, there are certainly gonna come its challenges. So um, yeah, in-house is, is, can be stressful as well. Well, so Amy, isn't your program, um, you know, your organization, isn't that the go-to organization for the Boston Bar Association too? 
Yeah, so we work with the Boston Bar Association, uh, the Massachusetts Bar Association, all the uh, affinity bar associations. So we do a lot of partnership with them. Um, so our goal is to really promote, one is to reduce stigma, right? Um, because I think that's one of the biggest challenges is trying to get somebody to come to us um, because people are embarrassed or or whatever the case is. So um, our goal, again, is to reduce stigma, get people to see us. And, um, you know, it's it's really, I think, a great program. Again, we're providing education. We're promoting well-being. That's something that we're really looking for firms to do, is make room for self-care. Um, and that's something that I think some is overlooked, right? We don't think... We need to do a good job. So maybe we're not sleeping well. We're not eating well. We're not taking the time, taking a break out of our day. And those things are important to our well-being. Um, studies, again, have shown that that does help reduce anxiety and depression. Amy, do you find that um, there's a generational divide uh, or, or at least some, any sort of divide in terms of people that are uh, approaching your organization? Um, does it tend to skew one way or another, uh, or are there any general themes that you see? Well, that's an interesting question. So I think we see with the younger generation, um, people are more likely to talk about issues. People are more likely to reach out for help. So um, there is that divide. Um, I do think sometimes with the older generation, right, it's, again, I can do it myself. And so that is a really interesting point. Um, I mean, again, I think through fighting the stigma, we are trying to get every single population to reach out to us. But there is something about the younger population that feels more comfortable getting that help. And, and is it um, you talked about the the uh, desire to um you know connect with firms? Is it something that firms you find or your partner firms are are um, orienting, uh, orienting people towards either in, in their, you know, new hire orientation and, or, um, as part of their HR, whether onboarding or ongoing counseling for people get making them aware of, of the resources that you provide. Yeah. I mean, certainly when we go in, there are firms that invite us in just to share the services, promote the services. Um, I think there are also some of the big firms that are offering, yoga and mindfulness and having our clinicians go in for that. Um, there is one firm, for example, that is actually allowing an attorney to go on vacation and get billable credit hours for that. Right. So that- I Sign mean, me up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. When I, um, I've been in the legal industry for over 25 years and that's unheard of, right? Bill, bill, bill. Um, but now I think there are people that are recognizing, firms recognizing the importance of taking time for themselves. Um, so the, there are a few firms doing that and um, allowing people to have. Well, it's a fascinating challenge that I think exists across any professional service firm, you know, um, or, or industry, uh, wherein. Um, somehow we're not viewed as, as human. Um, you go on vacation, you need to maintain connections with your clients and you need to be on call. 
Um, therefore, exactly. what, are you really on vacation or are you not on vacation? Um, and that's, that's certainly a challenge I can imagine in the legal industry too. Um, you know, I think that is right. Absolutely very common. And I think that's something that firms are trying to change and recognize that. Also, I just wanted to mention a lot of firms are also hiring directors of wellness. And so those programs are being put into place, recognizing something like mentoring. That is part of wellness and having the mentor that is going to give somebody space to learn. And um, anyway, there's so many different components to it. So yeah, we are seeing organizations change. Excellent. That's great, that's great that you're part of the menu items that firms are giving. Used to be pro bono hours, used to be mindfulness, now a menu item. So that's that's wonderful, Amy. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Amy, I would imagine that either individual practitioners and or firms um, are welcome to reach out to you uh, and avail themselves of your services and learn more about them. What's yeah. the best way for, for either or both of those to reach out to you? So uh, one, our website is lclma.org. I also will just want to mention that other states have lawyer assistance programs, um, but we are dedicated to Massachusetts. Um, our general phone number, 617-482-9600. Um, that's the best way to reach out to us. Um, and uh, we certainly welcome, again, everything they fill out is confidential. Um, and that's important. I just want to stress that, that they are bound by the rules of healthcare. Um, in that regard, and also legally. So um, I, I think that's a place where people have concerns that they're going to be reported somewhere, and that is not the case. And, and Amy, given that you are a nonprofit and uh, somewhere in your title it says volunteers, are there also a need for volunteers for your organization? And those yeah. folks, if people would like to volunteer as well, uh, should reach out to you? Absolutely. They can reach out to me directly, amy at lclma.org. Um, and so we're always looking for people, one, who are willing to share their stories with mental health or alcohol misuse. Um, we also do, we're always welcoming people who can help present on various topics to educate the legal community. Um, so yeah, some great opportunities. Excellent. Our guest has been Amy Levine, Director of Programs and Volunteers at Lawyers Concerned for Lawyers. It's been a real pleasure having you on Radio Entrepreneurs. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, and our thanks to Mark Z as well. Thank you. Thanks, John. Um, Amy, great having you on the show. I think this is an amazing service for lawyers, and it's come, It's getting more and more visibility, as you say, as the stigma is over and the bar is embracing it. So thank yeah. you for being on the show. And I will do one more plug. If people want to sign up for our, our newsletter and just keep abreast of the various programs that we have, um, I think that would be great. Again lclma.org and sign up. Excellent. Amy Levine, thanks so much for being on Radio Entrepreneurs. And we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.